the Sandcast Podcast, everybody. We're here today with Sarah Hughes, who is the reigning champ. She's back on top, <laughs> ladies champ. and gentlemen. We Thank love Brazil, you. Sarah. We love Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Itapema. That was a good event. Uh, I went, what, how long ago was that last one? It was like... November. Was, no. Well, November was when you went and won bronze with Therese, right? Yes. Is that- In Itapema? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that was the same one? It's been going on for a little while now, yeah. Oh, I guess I just haven't gone in like <laughs> three years or something. Uh, well, it's good event show. for you. Yeah, I really like it there. Yeah. Yeah. You and uh, Andre and George. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they won in November, and then uh-huh. they won again this time, and you got bronze last time and gold this time. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Now I remember the other time. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you, no. you didn't play in the fall. I forget what other men's teams were there. That was yeah, Taylor no, and Taylor's yeah. first yeah. event. Oh, yeah, exactly. they were there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Chase and Troy and came and Theo. Yeah. So what is it about Itapema? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the, I think <laughs> the it's the, the Brazilian fans, the acai, all that good stuff, yeah. you know? <laughs> it is good vibes playing volleyball in Brazil. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, honestly, I, I think it's so much fun playing there. Mm. They're just the passion and fire everyone brings, and I mean... And a tournament in Brazil, it's loaded with Brazilian teams, so you know it's just going to be great competition, and you right. have to bring your A game every time. It's like it's almost like playing on the um, Banco Brazil tour when you're there, because so many Brazilian teams sign up. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually done one of those once. I got yeah. a oh, yeah. yeah, I got a plane one. You did a long training camp. You were in Rio for a good bit, right? Yeah, with Jose I, I in was, summer? Yeah, I did a little bit of a training camp there, and then um, I, I think it was like we played in one of their their tours and then right. I think ended up going to another like FIVB Brazil tournament and I don't remember it quite okay. that well like all the names of where we were but yeah, yeah I do I, Brazil's awesome good how, place to train how is the uh, Banco tour it's cool I mean I've only got to experience it once right. so I don't really can't. <laughs> small sample size yeah small sample <laughs> size but we where we played it was really hot oh my goodness but yeah. I mean, you know, you're going up against some of the top teams in the world in there because um, a lot of those are Brazilian teams. Yeah. So uh, it was really fun just to kind of get that experience and, yeah. and be out there and play in that. I think it's so fun to play on different domestic tours. Like you did New Zealand. Um, yeah, and I did like, Germany. How was that oh, one? Nice. Uh, it was sweet. It was really cool. It was like on some island in northern Germany. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know Germany had islands. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Learned something new. I think I wasn't on an island. <laughs> I can't remember. It was, it was me and my Will Montgomery days. Oh, we Will just, Montgomery, we were yeah. Just traveling around the world. Uh, That's awesome. Balling out. Uh, and we traveled with your brother a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Me and Will and Jeff Carlson and Connor Hughes. Good crew. A, Good yeah, crew. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, yeah, playing on other domestic tours is super cool because we only have the perspective of playing on the AVP. It kind of yeah. makes you feel lucky to have the AVP tour. Yeah, and yeah, for when sure. When you talk to international athletes, they're all like, you guys aren't allowed to complain, you damn Americans. Yeah. <laughs> this world tour stuff you're complaining about, this is all we have. Yeah, yeah. no, we are very lucky with AVP. And, you know, every even time we you haven't go, had it really much. True. <laughs> but I mean, even all the international players, like, how can we get on the AVP? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the moment that it really hit just how great the AVP was, or is rather, uh, was so in Panama City, Sean Cook and Logan Weber won, and they split, I want to say, 3200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And Sophie and Brandy took a fifth on the world tour and challenger and split 
like 3200 bucks. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. And that was an AVP Next. That's like pretty yeah. close prize money to Challenger. That's why. I was like, okay, maybe we should all appreciate the AVP a little um, bit more. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. I don't think... It's, it's tough out there when, right now. Yeah, when they came out with this new system, I was like, okay, it seems like we're getting back to where it should be, and it almost feels opposite. Like, it's almost worse than the star system. Not as a whole, but like... The point, the prize money situation, the points are kind of all over the place when people are still dropping star finishes. and Yeah. It doesn't, like, the rankings don't make sense yet when the whole reason of doing the system was <laughs> to make it so we have the top teams in the world and they're there and the promoters know that they're coming. And now it's like, oh, this team jumped 32 spots up because they had one good finisher and right. a challenger. And so now you have this team there and this other team that was top 10 last week's like back in the challengers qualifiers now yeah it's like we have a little uh hopefully a grace period for this new system to like yeah, yeah. i think i mean i think out. when you do anything new you know if you try like a new partnership or you know yeah. if you do take a new job or you start a brand new system for a world tour league, there's going to be yeah. some bumps i think the events are very well run I think, and the the presentation of them is excellent. Like, I think the stream is awesome. And oh, yeah. It, yeah, they're sure. doing a really good job with the stream. Yeah. Everyone really appreciates that, especially all the fans back home. Yeah. 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 And uh, so I think that it'll it'll end up working itself out. Like, once all the players get their four events in, I think that we'll start to see maybe less volatile swings and, like, people jumping up 48 points. You know, yeah. the, the, like the young Chilean kids. Have you watched them play? Yeah, they're awesome. And so they, like, had that huge finish, and I think they're in Elite 16s now right. in the wow. qualifiers. It's like, damn, all right. Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Definitely good for them. Yeah. But yeah. no bumps for you starting something new. You and Kel kicking ass, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been really great so far. You know, every single tournament we've played in, we've just gotten better and better. Um, and then bringing home the gold in the last tournament was absolutely incredible and just kind of a testament to who we are as a team and what we want to do this season. Yeah. So who who are you guys as a team? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, you know, the process, obviously, after the Olympic year, there's a big switch up with, yeah. within like a lot of partnerships yeah. and especially on the women's side, it was kind of a scramble and... Um, you know, everyone's talking to a lot of different people and Kelly and I ended up meeting up and just clicking right away. I actually, I knew of her, obviously competed against her. I never really talked to her a whole lot, but mm -hmm. knew she was just a really nice person. So when we finally sat down to have that conversation, we had so many things in common and what we wanted to accomplish and what our main goals are. And so, you know, after we had that discussion, it was like, all right, Let's get on the sand as soon as possible. And that's what we did. We, you know, got on the sand, had a little tryout, and it just clicked right then and there. And, you know, we had a few more practices, and I, I was kind of, you know, like, well, Kelly, like, you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you know what? It's funny you say something because I didn't want to tell you, like, let's play the season. You know, yeah. like, let's play together. Yeah. And um, gave her a big hug and was yeah. like, yes, let's do that. Yeah. And once that happened, it was like, Let's put. Let's get to work, mm -hmm. and I think that's something really cool about our team is the work ethic. Mm -hmm. um, right away, it was just like, how can we become the best? How can we get better as a team individually? And that's just kind of our process this year is just getting better and getting to know each other and um, 
you know, our goal is to be the top team. So that's what we want to do. Yeah. And, I mean, you guys got to be – did you pass Sarah and Therese? Are you now the two? We are the two team, yes. Okay. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. That's a quick move. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to be up there. I bet. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, kind of getting in solidly in that elite 16 tournament too yeah. it's like huge. made some big strides yeah to get there so yeah it's important that right now hugely <laughs> important i think this might this year above all else might be like the most important points have ever been on the world tour i feel like yeah i mean we had to play the elite 16 qualifier in rosarito and man is that it's a barn that's burner. the tournament before the tournament so Having two tough matches to get into the main draw was just like, woof, it's tough being in that position, but um, we know we had to work through it, and yeah. you have to do what you have to do out here, you yeah. know? It's just got to keep grinding until you get there, and exactly. we're finally like, all right, we got there, so yeah. <laughs> a lot more work to be done, but it's just nice being in that tournament. Yeah, your match against uh, Tiana and Haji was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so intense. <laughs> it was, was wild. It was wild. It was it was such a good win, though, especially, I think, as a new partnership. Yep. It's never easy, and we kind of looked at each other. We're like, you know what? Of course, we want to win in two, but these third games are going to be really important for our future as a team, so yeah. we're just going to take it in stride and just play it out and play tough and play together, and I think that was actually hugely important for our team. Yeah. I mean, that'll, you'll learn a lot about each other yeah. in yeah. matches like that. Oh, 100%, <laughs> and I think that's where... <clears throat> early on for us like very a lot of trust within our partnership and yeah. I think right then and there was a big testament of that it was like all right I trust Kelly yeah she's gonna do what she's gonna do and I I just gotta focus on what I have to do and together I think that's huge in a partnership yeah. just you focus on what you need to do and I'll focus on me and we can come together and create something special yeah where do you think that trust kind of stems from um, I really truly believe it's just I don't have to worry about her. Yeah. Like I know she's putting in her work right. and she's doing whatever she needs to do and I think that's that's awesome and just the maturity she has it's like this is her job. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes transitioning into the beach volleyball world after college or you know some of these young players coming up it's it's not easy. It's like this is a full-time job and yes of course it's not always as easy to make as much money but it's like if you want to be at the top and you want to win you really have to take it as a full-time job yeah. and Kelly does that and I respect that and I do that so it's just like all right she's gonna I trust her and I know she trusts me and then you know we started working out together and mm -hmm. getting to know each other more and it was like oh yeah I don't have to worry about her right. yeah and I showed her that she doesn't have to worry about me. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's where it really stemmed yeah, from. Yeah, for sure. When you get into the the heat of the battle, the big mm -hmm. moments, it's like there's nothing. There's no reason to question yourself, mm -hmm. your team's preparation. You're just free in those moments exactly. because you don't have any no regrets. You put it all in and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. How's it been working with? We have like a total. It's not just a new partnership. Like I feel like you just. New team. You assembled a whole new team. You got a new yeah. trainer with Mikel. You're yeah. working with Evie, who we've all worked with Evie. Love Evie to death. Uh -huh. How is it just like, I feel like it's, it's so exciting to have just a fresh start. Oh, it, it is amazing. I think for me especially, too, a fresh start was needed. And I was working with Jose for so long and mm -hmm. love Jose, love him as a coach. Um, it just, you know, kind of panned out with Kelly, like, hey, let's try out Evie. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
it was just really cool for me to step onto the court with a, you know, a different type of mindset with a different coach. And he's incredible. I'm so grateful to be part of what he does and, um, you know, the little nuances he teaches and how he approaches the game planning and, and practice and everything. It's just, as a player, I think diversity and like getting different mindsets and opinions is really important. And then also, working with a new personal trainer, Mikhail has been like the coolest thing in the entire world. (laughs) I am just so blessed to be in his gym and working with him. Like I, you know, I I know a lot of people know who he is, but being able to experience like being part of his team, I'm uh, so grateful. And I, I am like, I, don't think I could do anything else for the rest of my life. Right. I'm like, I'm in, you. I'm all in. After the first day, I was all in with the yeah. type of mindset he has and the appreciation he has for athletes who put in the work. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just very happy and I'm, it's great. Yeah. I think it's just a game changer, honestly, especially yeah. just specifically for me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, I feel like he's pretty selective about who he takes on his team. He, uh, he definitely, you have to match his, personality and mindset and whatnot like have that that dog in you as he mm-hmm. says uh yeah or else he kind of loses interest and he's had some people come through his gym over the years where it's just like they just didn't last you know yeah yeah you, you got to have that mentality but i mean he talks about you guys all the time now he's he's getting so excited too because now you guys are on top winning events already and he's just like so happy. I'm so pissed you're not in Brazil right now. I wanted you guys to be there. Yeah, what sorry, the hell you guys doing? I'm like, easy, Killa. Uh, easy. Yeah, I mean, but it's true. I mean, you've worked with him for so yeah. long, and I don't even know if you remember this try, but I'd always sometimes, because you would always practice after me with Jose, yeah. and I'm like, so you're a trainer. Like, uh-huh. you know, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. is he? I was, I every time I saw. I, you know, Instagram, I was like checking him out, uh-huh. trying to talk him on Instagram and yeah. seeing your workouts with him. And I saw Kelly working out and I'm like, that just is so interesting to me. And like mm-hmm. the way you guys were breathing and your movements and yeah. how I thought it would correlate to volleyball. I like knew I was going to get to him eventually. Yeah. He didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. but like in my heart, I was like, I'm getting to that guy uh-huh. one day. And now that I'm there, I'm like, you're never getting rid of me. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm so happy. So I think I told Mikkel uh, at one point too, maybe before or, or like after the first session or so, I was like, you're going to like Sarah. <laughs> like, watch. <laughs> you're going to like her. She's like, oh yeah, bro. She's, she's got that dog in her. <laughs> it's all excited. And no, he's super excited right now too. Just like having athletes like that that appreciate what he brings, but also like crave it. Oh yeah. Um, and bring out the best in him and like challenge him. He likes it when I challenge him a lot. Yeah. But uh, he likes that actually, yeah. which is cool. You know, you want you want to be able to be yourself and push him to push you. And um, yeah, he holds you accountable in a, <laughs> in a way that nobody else does in our sport. It's kind of nice oh, that so he's separated true, yeah. from our sport because we have a certain culture within volleyball and it's, it's a little soft, I think sometimes. So some of us crave that, that hard nose old school mentality. And we tend to gravitate up towards the Valley to his gym and we can really get it in out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crave it. I mean, I find the hardest workouts I've ever 
done in my life, but Looked after like a three pound weight. Oh yeah. <laughs> but afterwards I, I actually told him the other day, I'm like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. And you know, he was even saying, he's like, it's, that's something special like that we can create in here. It's just mm-hmm. like family and we grind together, we work yeah. together and we want to be together. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I'm like, I'll take, I'll drive any day exactly. to come see you. Like no matter what. So. And I think that's one thing that I love about beach volleyball is that a lot of people, you know, they'll say the first thing that they miss about the indoor culture is is the team aspect of it. But in beach, you do have a team. It's just a really small, yeah. tight-knit one. Mm-hmm. And you and your partner, you end up spending way more time with each other than anyone else in your life. And it's like, a marriage. On the road, it <laughs> yeah. really is. And, like, you're sharing, like, these teeny-tiny hotel rooms for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. And you get your trainer and your coach. And it ends up being, like, this really tight-knit group, which is it's fun to have when you build it. Yeah, I completely agree. Once it's there, and I think, you know, I've had so many great things in the past, but right now it's something really special and um, it just really gets me excited for, you know, the upcoming season. For yeah. sure. We're going to pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball, and Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family, and neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November, and not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously there are a lot of factors in that, but the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere, and it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth, put it in a blender, mix it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, We cannot recommend it enough. It's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're gonna be paying more than three bucks a day anyway, so you might as well just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a hundred bucks a day in vitamin supplements, and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens, and it is so good, and it is beloved by athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by t- the Tim Ferriss podcast, and then. Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people, okay? And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, and I'm going to say it again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. 
All right, that is athleticgreens.com slash Sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love, and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe we got 16 AVPs, 16. And then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next and AVP America is just full. And we are just going to be playing with Wilson volleyballs from now until November guys. So get some Wilson volleyballs as you can get 20% off using our discount code sandcast 20. All right, that is Sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code Sandcast-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America. Kim Smith over at AVP is putting out a lot of content, and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com, and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign-up form. We would love to have you join. The newsletter it's not just sandcast news it is literally all the beach news snow volleyball grass volleyball whatever's happening in the world of volleyball we got you covered so head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today was it just so exciting for you just because like when summer got hurt it was like the worst timing mm-hmm. it was because it was too i feel like it had reached the tipping point where it was too late for other people yeah. in the Olympic race to break up with their partners. And so, like, was it – you obviously – like, I was so impressed with how much work you put in. And you were just, like, with Jose all the time, putting your yeah. work in. And, like, you know, you're playing with Brandy and then Heather – or, sorry, Lauren and Emily. And, um, like, how tough was it to just keep maintaining that work ethic throughout that so that when it came time for the shuffle that, like, you were up there? Yeah, I mean, it was very tough. Like, it was so hard because you, like, it's been seriously my dream since I was eight years old. The moment I stepped on the beach volleyball court, I was like, this is where I want to be for the yeah. rest of my life, and this is what I want to do. And I was getting there, you know, with summer, and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people might not have remembered, but we were... You were so good. We were up there, <laughs> yeah. and we were the number one U.S. team for a very long time, and um, and then, unfortunately you know, something happens that's completely out of your control and an injury happens and you just can't go forward. And I was, I mean, I was shattered. I mean, like you just, you fight so hard for something and then it's like gone and you're like, but I did nothing wrong, you know? So I think that was the hardest part for me just emotionally. And it was just like, what the heck? Um, but I, you know, it was like, you have two options here. You can just give up, quit, sulk, be like, why did this happen to me? Mm-hmm. Or 
you can get better and just push it aside and move on and just keep going after what you want. And that's exactly, you know, what I decided to do was like, oh, there's no, no matter what happened, I still want this more than anything. So I'm just going to, you know what, say my piece with it and get back on the volleyball court. And like you said, it was kind of that tipping point where maybe somebody could have taken a chance on me, but it was right during that qualification. And so it was like, I, I, you know, I, understood but I was like man I wish somebody just took the chance but you know Lauren Fendrick and I were like let's do it and we went to the first tournament we won and then COVID happened (laughs) (laughs) so I was like man one thing after the other but I mean everyone had to go through you know COVID and lockdown and then once that was over there was no 12 tournaments before the Olympics so it was actually impossible to qualify oh I didn't know that yeah. You didn't even get your shot. Didn't really. even get my shot. Yeah, so like between the time of getting one tournament with Lauren and then looking at the schedule, it was like, oh, we have a shot, and then lockdown. That's wild. And then there was no, there wasn't even 12 tournaments, so it was just kind of like, oh, there, there's nothing you can do. Um, but it was like, all right, back to the grind, um, back to getting better. And mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of those practices were just me out on the court, Um with Jose, who was absolutely incredible, bringing in some other coaches and kind of just keep getting that training in. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, and then now here we are today. Like, whatever happened in the past, it's Mm -hmm. it's in the past. And now I'm just completely moving forward and with this great new team and then this great new partner. And then we got that great finish and right back where we were supposed to be. You had your your plight, as Mikel says. Yep. He likes that. He likes when you go through something and then come out on the other side with, I mean, we all like it, you know, come out yeah. on the side even yeah. even better with a new skill set or, and whatnot. It's growth, right? I yeah. mean, you can either learn from it or it can suck you down, but it was like for me and like where I'm learning from it. And I honestly think it's made me a better player and in those really tough spots on the court, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, so much pressure, but it's like, well, I've I've been here, you yeah. know, I've been through a lot worse. So just yeah. breathe and pass the ball, you know, yeah. so well, I think it's helped. Before that, at least from a fan's perspective, there wasn't much down, downs in your career before that. It was like you, all you knew was winning. Sarah Hughes steps on the court, she wins. And then the summer thing happens. And it's funny because like you kind of mentioned earlier, like people kind of forget what that whole process is like. And you're the only one that really remembers it. I remember feeling that way, too, when I was out. Mm-hmm. I was like, these people forget what I was doing before. Like, you're just, you're just another player, you know? If you're not in the rankings, you're just another player. Yeah. Um, so, especially in the volleyball world. I, I mean, I'm sure every sport, right? Somebody's not playing well or somebody's down. It's like, yeah. whatever, we forget about them. But yep. it's just, like, very easily forgotten. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to me because you really find who your friends are, who your mm-hmm. family is, who you can trust. Yep. Um, because it's like you want the people who will be there for you no matter what. And you learn that pretty quickly yep. when you're at the top and then all of a sudden you're not. Yeah, so exactly. also a good thing to yeah, learn. But, a, but another weapon that you have in your career and life and in general, not just being feeling that success. Now, like if a little dip comes, you kind of have that weapon too. You're like yeah. been there too. I've been on top, I've been on the, down below not really bottom because you like you said you didn't really even do anything to to lose or or to lose all those points and whatnot but yeah I mean for me that's exciting like when I see it too I'm like oh now you got 
Now you got the superpower. Because <laughs> yeah. I had my two years off too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean you can you can relate, you can understand. It's mm-hmm. just just gotta keep going, mm-hmm. keep grinding and honestly just never give up. Yeah. Mm. Like you never no one ever like wishes those tough moments on no. anyone. And yeah. then but every time that person gets on the other side of whatever bad thing happened, they're like, Oh yeah, like I learned so much that that was in retrospect one of the better things that's happened to me in my career because you really learn like to figure things out and like you like you end up so much mentally tougher on the other side of whatever adversity it could be and I feel like you're gonna come out with like I feel like you have this like new appreciation almost for like a partnership and a team and like just moving forward yeah a gold medal for sure I mean yeah you're, you guys are spot on I mean sometimes it does just take something really tough to just come out of it even stronger and I'm just so focused on everything that's coming up and what we're doing right now and I think that's just a really great spot to be as an yeah, athlete for sure I was so stoked when you guys won that oh, and especially because <laughs> and I was um calling your match against uh Barbara and Carol and how fun is that to play one of the best Brazilian teams under the lights in Brazil crazy crowd yeah. and then to win it like that had to be so fun <laughs> one of the coolest things honestly like those stands are packed, and I, I don't know if you can tell in the the stream, but you know, like there's three. The stadium's like this, and it's packed. Everyone's around, and Brazilian fans are hard to beat. Yeah. They are they're diehards, yeah. and when we could barely hear each other, mm-hmm. you know, we're like almost screaming, trying to communicate because it's so loud. And I, one thing that's really cool about Brazilian fans is, like, they appreciate good volleyball. Yeah. So, yes, they obviously want Brazil to win. But during crazy rallies, like, they can get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing quite like playing in an atmosphere like that and then winning that, you know, that match, which was a huge match to win. And, you know, fans a little disappointed, but then you start dancing a little bit and then they yeah. get excited for you. <laughs> so. <laughs> You Kelly didn't break out Footloose this time, though, did you? No, yeah, no, not that one. But we did a fun little Brazilian dance, yeah, and it was really go. cool. <laughs> Heck yeah. And then I feel like when you win a match like that, it almost sets you up for, like, an emotional come down afterwards just because, like, that's so high. And, like, you watch, I think, anytime someone would take Phil and Nick to three or Phil and Rosie to three, they would just get crushed in the next one because, like, you just played all out. You are so close. And he had that letdown, and they like, couldn't muster it back. Then you played so well in the semis and finals. Like beating Schoon and Stam right now is not an easy feat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it was. Uh, I think too. This. I think is all just is encompassing with our team and our trainer. We. We weren't. We didn't feel tired out there, and we felt like in great shape. And every single yes, it's these big matches, and you win, and. Um, we we were just like okay now on to the next one and I think Evie is so good at that about he goes to watch film gives us a game plan and then we execute that game plan and of course things change within the match but it was just like we're just so focused on what we want and um, I don't think I've ever had such good communication with a partner than I do with Kelly it's just we're always talking and we're always game planning and I think that was something in my game that I really needed whereas like I think we've all been there as athletes and it's like what is happening is like we're going after one player it's not working it's not working and then but her and I were like okay what do we need to do Mm. and we make that change and we kind of almost 
kind of think it at the same time, which is really cool. Yeah. So we can like bounce ideas off each other. And so I think that communication for us in the game is huge. And um, just throughout even the final, it was just a grind. And it was really cool also being them in two and just yeah. knowing what our game plan was and executing that. Um, was hugely important against a team like that because they're so good and they're doing big things right now. So it was great being able to go out there and kind of just showing everyone who we are as a team. Right. Was it more about like that final specifically? Was it more about just playing your guys' game or kind of executing a game plan to stop them more so? I think it was a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I mean, we definitely had a game plan against them and we're watching film against them, but... Overall, it's just like a game can can sometimes not work. But for us, it was just we just got to side out and um, kind of, you know, defensively wise, keep them on their toes. And um, Kelly was doing a great job blocking. And I felt like I was really flowing behind her defensively wise. So I think it it really did come down to both like Mm. that game plan and then just us doing what we needed to do. Yeah, it looked like... um just a lot of trust in your guys. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much indecision in your guys' movements and whatnot, which I'm trying to learn on defense. <laughs> <laughs> so much court back here. <laughs> Walking at the net, I'm so cl- I'm I'm within arm's reach or a little step away from everything. <laughs> back here, I'm like, damn. <laughs> but it gets fun though. I think that's for me as a defender and trying to get better in that position. Yeah. I'm really starting to really have fun with it and be more precise and maybe a little bit more tricky with it. Yeah. And I, I feel very comfortable doing that with Kelly. Yeah. Like kind of adding in those fake moves or, I don't know, just playing around with it a little yeah. bit more and making me be a little bit more free with it has been, I think, you know, kind of a big change in my game, which yeah. has been fun. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I get a little too stuck in the system a little bit too much. And I'm like worried about like the move that I'm making. I got to finish my you know, do this step here and there to to counter, you know, whatever play we're setting up. And it's just like, dude, just sometimes I just forget what the play is. Like me and Trevor, honestly, we're best when we're just winging Playing, it. Yeah. <laughs> like we're both good at volleyball, so it's just not complicated. And For sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to add that to our game here, just simplify things mm-hmm. and be good at volleyball. Just go have fun with it. Well, anytime I get stuck on defense, I'm like, all right, well, congratulations, you scored this one. So whatever, whenever you guys get digs back there, I'm wildly impressed. Like, it's so hard yeah. on defense. I love it. Oh, man, I love it. it. It's so much fun. And we, even today in practice, we it was kind of just one of those days where we just worked on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a defense day. And that means me running around the court and yeah. working on new moves, and it just makes me so happy. <laughs> I love, love it. Sandy. I just yeah. I think it's so fun. I'm like defense day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I've always been exactly like that for blocking, but now I'm like that for defense because I just want to like I know I know I have so much room to grow with it, so I get super excited about uh, playing defense. But then I'm like, it's all right blocking. <laughs> I still love you too. Yeah. <laughs> And then I get pissed off because I'm not getting as many blocking reps. And I'm like, damn it, I'm supposed to be. I know how good I can be blocking. I can't let that go. Either. Yeah, no, right, I get that. This is a lot of work. Yeah, I love, I love just those days where, you know, Evie's hitting the ball at me. Or he's like, okay, I can either hit or shoot now. And then I piss him off because I'm not letting him get anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of fun just being like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, for sure. 
How, um, cause I've, I've had your last two coaches have been my coaches. Um, and I know they're very different, very, very different. Um, but like how, what are some differences or things that Evie brings to the table that you really like? Yeah, I really appreciate, um, the way he like approaches game planning. Mm. Um, I know I mentioned that a little bit already, but he breaks things down. Um, and I think that's just so important, especially at this level. Yeah. It's like everyone's a really good volleyball player out there. It's almost just the difference of two, three points now. Right. Um, and I think that that really does come from, you know what, like we're going after this person and in crucial moments, we need to do this yeah. because that's what we saw or Right. their tendencies are and um so I, I think that that's just a really big part and um something also Evie's brought to the table for me specifically is kind of running some different sets and mm. opening up the court a little bit more offensively yeah. and I'm having a really fun time with it I think too because Kelly is you know, we we really can find each other on the court pretty well setting-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like if I'm going to, you know, do something different, I know she can get the ball to me. And um, I think that was just, you know, those things that you just – it's the game is constantly evolving and changing. Yeah. And I think Evie has done a really good job of taking that and kind of making it his own. Um, yeah. So I think those are some of the two biggest things. And yeah. Uh, he's overall just a really great person to be around. He's sure. so nice and yes. so supportive, but he's not like too nice where it's just like, he, he, you know, he'll get on us yeah, and he'll exactly. be like, he was like, that was, you know, so he's like, we maybe had a bad match. And he's like, you know, it's okay. We learned from that, but I also don't want to see it again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I, he has a really good balance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's has so much experience now. Like he had a lot of experience when I was with him was that 2016 but he's been with uh you know the canadian national team guys a bunch of women sorry my thing is beeping here <laughs> um but he's just got so much experience at this point plus he was running john hyden's system with john that john kind of created you know based on what he learned from the guys before him and yeah just so much good stuff to learn from i'm gonna deal with this because it's an annoying <laughs> no worries <laughs> But I think one of the nicest things, it, one, of, one of the things that I love about working with Evie, or really like any coach who's really invested in the team, which obviously Evie is, is that him holding you accountable is actually like the nicest thing mm -hmm. he could possibly do for you guys as a team because that's one of the reasons that you probably won gold is because Evie like saw what went wrong. He's like, you know what, it's okay, but this is how we fix it. It's mm -hmm. not have it happen again. You have a gold medal. Yeah, right? I know. It's It's... It's just that communication, you know, just being, feeling like we can talk and, you know, sometimes even with the game plan, I'm like, oh, you want us to serve that person? But I really appreciate that because we go and we serve that person and I'm like, well, that worked, you know, <laughs> uh, but that, but that's what a coach is for. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think that's just huge where it's like, I, and I trust him and I'm like, you know what? You've done the work. You watched the film. Um, let's do it. Yeah. So I think that's huge. Yeah. And it's so cool. One of my favorite parts, because I work predominantly with Jose right now. Well, not anymore because he has the, the USA developmental coach. But like every time we go play with a different team, it'll be with Davenport, you know, and came in Theo one day or Mike Campbell with Jason Troy and, you know, 
Leandro, and you just see all these different perspectives, and none of the coaches are wrong, even when they have, like, different opinions on how things are. I just love seeing how different, really smart volleyball minds work, and it's fun to, like, learn new things and, like, like pick up a new offense or something, or just, like, a little wrinkle here on defense, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. It is, and I feel like everyone kind of connects differently with the coach, Mm -hmm. too, which I think is cool. You can... You know, I was with Jose for a really long time, and I mean, at this point, he's family, and I I love his, you know, his kids and his wife. They're amazing, and he taught me so much, and then you maybe go to another coach, and you're like, oh, I I like that, but it's not much different from what you did with somebody else, but it's just, you know, something to think about and to add to your game, and Mm -hmm. I think what was really cool, though, with, you know, with Jose was that fire and passion and, you know, I have that in me and, you know, he, he just, it was just constantly like working, working, working in practice and fast paced practice and the Brazilian type of yeah. style. And you go a different coach like Evie and it's like, let's break down a little few more things and we're going to look at this a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I really needed this. So yeah. it's just kind of getting the best of both worlds from mm-hmm. every coach. Yeah. It's cool to see like how many Obviously, at this level, everyone is super competitive, but it's fun to see how everyone's competitive in a different way. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you have like a Jose type competitive, and he's like all energy and like, come on, like, let's go. And then you have Evie, who's like sweating, nervous, wreck. <laughs> he's like, okay, like he was texting me during your guys' match, and he's like, cowboy, like, what are you seeing up there? <laughs> and then you That's just have amazing. like, you have the people who are like, getting after it, who are loud about it, and then you have, like, the quiet ones. I just love seeing all the different personalities in sport, whether it's coaches or players and, like, how well people mix together. Because, obviously, Trevor's, like, super loud competitor, and then Taylor's just, like, he'll say five words, Trevor's but he's either, a silent killer. He's either super loud or, or he'll be silent. Yeah. He's <laughs> like a switch. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm excited, too, because, I mean, AVP, you get the coach in the box. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that with Evie and experience that. And almost kind of seems like FIVB is going to lean towards that a little bit more. They're trying. Yeah. Trying, right? I think right? it's a great idea. I mean, I, do I don't too. understand why we can't have coaches. I know. It's almost <laughs> every sport in the world has a coach right. that you can talk to during yeah. a game. So I'm, I'm also, you know, excited for that first opportunity with Evie to have him in the box. Because yeah. um, I do think that's huge in the moment, you know, having somebody like that. Yeah. I've never... Um, heard anyone associated with the game that can like recall information and tendencies like Evie and mm-hmm. and I think when I played with him I I was super young and raw and I couldn't I don't think I could absorb and use all the information that he had in his brain uh, but now I feel like maybe I'm in a, a little bit of a better space plus he had Hyden like chirping at him all the time yeah. that, that stuff <laughs> coach Hyden I think um but yeah, no, I mean, great, great option for you guys to, yeah. or great choice for you guys, I should <laughs> say. It's funny because I actually called, I texted him the other day, and I actually I talked to him on the phone because I was like, hey, uh, lost my coach. Oh. I was wondering if you were going to give him a call. I gave him a call. <clears throat> He's definitely one of the first that came to mind, but I respect it. He, he said, and this is the what I would want if I was them. He's like, no, I'm like in a good place right now, and I'm gonna stick and focus with my girls. Okay, that's what I would want you to say if I was. Yeah, the girls. right. I mean, <laughs> it's hard for beach volleyball coaches out here. Yeah. You know, they're kind of in the same spot as us, not making a ton of money, traveling yeah. the world. Um, 
but I really, you know, respect him. And I, he came to us. I mean, he, you know, we knew you guys were looking for a yeah. coach. And ultimately, I was like, if you do want a guy's team, like, I understand. Like, you have to support mm-hmm. your family and do what you want to do. But it was cool to have somebody who was like, you know what? I really like what we have going on. And mm-hmm. I want to see this through. And yep. I was like, all right, coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. And, I, and that is cool because there are not a lot of people out there. Totally. That can do what somebody like his and him. And they would probably yeah. most would chase the money, right? Like for sure. To be able to get paid by two teams and yeah. And I mean, there is some of that going on, which I also respect too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to do what they got to do. But yeah. luckily, you know, for us, we have Evie, and he's wanting to travel the world, and he wants to be there. Yeah. And like I said, not a lot of people want to do that. And. Yeah with somebody who has his passion as a coach, I'm like really happy he's on our side. This podcast is also brought to you by Bala. Now, if there are two things that beach volleyball players talk about all the time, they're trying to figure out how can I stay hydrated out there in the sun, in the sand, sweating, playing three matches, four matches a day. If you're in the CBVA, AVP next, you might play 10 matches a day. Who knows? So we're all trying to stay hydrated. How do we keep from cramping? And how do we keep the inflammation as low as possible? And that is where Bala comes in handy. Founded by Dr. Arash Aftabi and Dr. Farnoosh Vadavi, husband and wife dental surgeons based in Southern California, which is the mecca for beach volleyball, Bala was inspired by their 20 years of research on plant-based therapies to help their patients recover from post-operative operative rather swelling bruising and inflammation after oral surgery now we're not getting oral surgery out there on the beach but we are swelling we are bruising and we are constantly inflamed on the beach and what bala is it's a natural alternative to prescription painkillers with the addition of effective hydration without sugar Now, that is huge. Not having sugar in all these drinks is so clutch. Gatorade, Powerade, they're all loaded with sugar. So to have Bala and a plant-based alternative to that is huge. And so we drink, me and Try, we drink this every single tournament now. Every time in between matches, we're recovering with Bala. Now, we cannot recommend it enough. They have active ingredients like turmeric, bromelain, Pop paint, which are responsible for the anti-inflammatory benefits, and it also contains the electrolytes we need for hydration. So head over to Bala today and get your first plant-based enzyme drink. Get hydrated, lower that inflammation, and play the best beach volleyball of your life. Hey guys, how's it going? Wanted to take a quick second here to let you know about an awesome product that we discovered this off-season. It is called Eversun Lighting. Eversun Lighting is an extremely portable and versatile lighting system built for outdoor after dark activities such as beach volleyball. We used it in the McKibben format this year, had an amazing night match, which you probably saw on YouTube. The company is expanding quickly. They're on their third production model, and that unit is called the Apollo. That's the one you're going to want to get your hands on. It is made up of two LED lights, 100% lithium ion battery powered, 18,000 total lumens, and if you're going to carry it around, it's about the size of a snowboard case. Weighs 35 pounds, light head detaches from the telescopic mast, which goes from 5 feet all the way up to 20 feet high. That mast is ultra light and ultra strong, made of carbon fiber. If you get two of these lights, they can light up a beach court easily. You get four of them, it's going to be like a professional match. You also can swap out the batteries. Each battery will last about five hours. 
So these are extremely versatile. The Apollo units are currently being sold on pre-order because of there was so much success in the McKibben 4-man. Special pricing for pre-order and the early bird special goes through April 30th. You're going to want to go to eversunlighting.com and use discount code SANDCAST for your 10% off these lights. You will not regret it. Again, use discount code SANDCAST and you can have some of the best night matches of your life. I think he sees like his goal and he's focused. Like he came up short with me and John, uh, with Kelly and Emily, and uh, he's like, "All right, like I got my team in place. There's no need to mess with it, get selfish here, and like yeah. not that it would have been selfish, um, but no, nah, I'm more stoked for him because I I love Evie so much. He's he's such a good guy in general. I know yeah. his family, and damn, we didn't even have kids." When I was with him, now he's got Jeez. all these kids. And yeah. You so guys like, gave just Luke happy his happy him. birthday at yeah. practice one day? Oh, yeah. His son Luke comes to practice like almost every day. He's so no cute. Way. And, you know, it's fun getting to know his family. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, you know, it's just it's big old happy family, you know. Yeah. We just got to get to know everyone. And yeah. I think that's really cool, too, exactly. with the new team, just kind of getting new information about everyone. Yep. Beach volleyball is so strange where it's got to be the only sport where the professional coaches are in like such a financial plight and then the college coaches are like we're going to go we're going to stay here yeah. instead of taking a professional job. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's so backwards. That's very true. I guess I've never really thought of it like that, but I'm going to yeah. go pro and sacrifice pay. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about when um like, when Jose left, I was trying to think of who could coach you guys, and I was like, all right, well, that's a college coach. That's a college coach. Yeah, no. Our that's first list had coach. way too many college coaches. <laughs> yeah. like, check them off the box. It's like, damn. Man. Yeah, because their priority is during their season, and mm -hmm. so it's tough. I mean, but yeah. it's also college coach has a great opportunity for them to oh, 100%. get in the door there. Yeah, it's for great. Sure. How many coaches would be available if? college didn't come around you know not too long ago was it like i mean not even 10 2012 years was the first abca season i think 10 years ago yeah was it was like four teams five teams there's a handful it for sure it had to hit it had to hit i think 40 40 or 60 by a certain amount of years and it blew past it oh yeah, yeah. yes it was it, the fastest growing ncaa sport in history yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. which is amazing yeah no it's great i mean it's great for that's probably the best thing to happen to our sport in yeah. the last two decades or so. Yeah. You know? I mean, or not even maybe. just for the U.S. Like, the NCAA system is, like, this international pipeline mm -hmm. for yeah. everyone. I mean, you yeah. look at a lot of these. In um, Aguas Calientes, the Canadian team that won bronze, 17-year-old uh, blocker named Ruby is going to Stanford and mm. beat, like, Savvy and Megan Gephardt for bronze and, like, took Sophie and Brandy 15-13 in the third. Oh, wow. wow. I was like... You're 17. <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. She's going to Stanford, and like, you look at all these. Italy had a bunch of um, girls play for FIU, LMU's training uh, Reca, Orsi Toth, and right. I know people thought I was crazy. They're like, "Why are you gonna go play beach volleyball? It's not gonna work out. You should have <laughs> stuck to indoor." I'm like, look at it now. <laughs> I knew something good was gonna happen. Oh, yeah. It's got to be crazy for you to see how much it, the NCAA has changed just since you left. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, 
that's what I mean. That's what happened with me. It was just like I once beach volleyball came into play. It was like, all right, I'm doing both. I'm doing indoor and beach. I have to go to a school that has both. Like that was my, you know, I was being recruited as a setter for indoor, mm-hmm. but I was like, it has to have both, you know. And then did my whole recruiting process and went to SC and talked to both indoor and beach. And then when I met, you know, with Anna and saw the campus and everything and what her goals were for beach volleyball, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be and yeah just seeing it from ABCA to NCAA to just now all the teams that are happening and maybe even a little bit of window for men starting to happen in college Mm -hmm. you know there's some here like here and there I feel like there's a few teams I don't know there's any there's um gosh there's NAIA men's beach yeah. And then a couple D3 schools are starting to get it. Because I don't know if D3 is beholden to Title IX, or at least... Oh. I don't yeah, know it's, it's just a Title IX like that's that. going to be tricky with that one. Right. But, you know, regardless, on the women's side, it's it's huge. And especially for USA Volleyball, it's just building that pipeline of really good beach volleyball players that can, you know, eventually make their way out to the professional tour. And, I mean, I think that's huge for our sport and for USA Volleyball in general. Yeah, 100%. And now, how valuable would it have been for you to have the program that they're making now, like the developmental post-college program? Because I remember I've traveled, like every tournament I've gone to this year, I think Zana was there. Uh And so (laughs) this program comes out, she's like, would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's tough. I mean, even thinking back, like I was, I was in, I've been in the USA Volleyball system since, I don't know, 13, oh, wow. 14, the yeah. beach system. Like I was on the first ever U17 team and <laughs> I was like 14, yep. you know? So I was, I've been with it from like the ground, you know, ground zero and just seeing it grow. Um, and I, I think I was, you know, very fortunate where it was like, Hey, here's some Norsecas. And, you know, I was playing in Norsecas when I was in high school and, you know, USA volleyball took some chances and, you know, sent me on some trips, but it's hard. Like, I mean, you know, I talked to some collegiate teams. Some of the coaches asked me to, you know, like do a little Zoom call with them. Mm-hmm. And they don't, you know, a lot of players don't understand that it's just like once you get out there, you got to get points. You know, you got to pay for a coach. You got to travel around the world yeah. pretty much on your own dime. Like it's it's hard for, you know, some girls to come you know, to that conclusion. For me, it was like. I knew this is what I wanted to do and I knew what it was like. So I was like working every camp at college and saving up my money and knowing, you know, I was like, this is, you know, what I want to do. And fortunately for me, I kind of got into that USA system right out of college because I had already done the work. Yeah, for sure. But now, although it is such a great thing for college girls, it is kind of almost harder to get into the USA system now because... There's so much talent. There's so much talent and like... They're doing their collegiate season where other players are kind of gaining points. And mm. it's just the point game right now. It's just, yeah. it's huge. It's the whole tour. It is, is the whole tour, right? killing me because I'm just like, I don't like playing for points. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like playing for money. Yeah. Yeah. Big money and big fans. Let's get to that. <laughs> yeah. That's what my thing this year because it's only three out of four finishes. I was like, I just want to get three good finishes and then just wait until there's an event that I really want to play in. Mm. And that's one thing that Zana was talking about. She's like, I'm done. Pretty similar to you, actually. She's like, I'm done playing for little points. Yeah. She's like, if I'm going to play somewhere, if I'm going to travel across the world, like, I'm going for a big one. Right. I was like, I like that. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. Because there's so many tournaments to play. 
yeah. if you just don't need to play yeah. all 37 chal- or futures on the schedule. Yeah, anymore. I think at a certain point, maybe, like for some young athlete coming out of college, and although in college you got those reps too, like whereas I was like coming out and just like haven't gotten any beach reps, even yeah. though beach was my game. I would have been the guy coming out of high school being like, yeah, no, I'm good with indoor. We can play beach? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but it took me, you know, five years later to actually get, get to that point. Um, but I think, I forget where we're going with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, but I mean, it's just, it, I, yeah, the points is huge. But at the same time, it's like, I also kind of hate playing the game sometimes. It's like, hey, we got to. Like, for us as a team, it was like, we got to go out there and play whatever tournaments. It does not matter. We're not, you know, it's like we're just here to get, you know, to play, to be competitive, to win. Yeah. Um, so there's different sides of looking at it, right? Oh, you point. can play the points game, but it's also like, you know what? No, we got to go out and play. Yeah. And mm-hmm. from our team's perspective, that's what we did. And obviously, we're, you know, we're in a little bit of a spot now where it's like, hey, we're pretty good, but... We're also thinking, like, you know what, like, we're going to go out and play maybe a tournament that doesn't make sense, but we need, you know, we need to get those um, reps in as a team, and we're not afraid to go out on the tour because we know we want to do well, and we're going to do well, so we just got to go do it. That's a good point. You got to look at it from both sides, too. I kind of get sucked into the whole, like, oh, it used to be so much better with the money and this (laughs) and that, and... I'm also like, oh, I, I got to stop talking about that stuff. <laughs> just go out just and play. Because, you know, you're supposed to play for the love of it and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, ah, oh, it's so much more fun when there's yeah, just <laughs> all that good stuff on the line, you know. Yeah. And we have been doing this points. The whole star system was a fail. Obviously, we played great volleyball and, like, whatever. But, like, in terms of creating a good tour even comparable to what it was at Grand Slams and Open, it was kind of a fail. So I think that's why, like, a lot of people are burnt out at this yeah. point. Um, and then, yeah, what I was saying earlier was playing in a lot of events you can do when you're young and when you need those reps. Now girls are coming out of college. They don't really need the reps. Like, they need the reps, but not go play 30 international events yeah. in Rwanda and jumping all around the world and wasting all their money kind yeah. of thing. It is so different, and I think it's really valuable for you and Kelly to play tournaments because I think there's no way to simulate competition reps. Right. You, you can do a mini tournament in Hermosa. You can like bet 50 bucks or put lunch with the Latvians on the line or whatever, but there's nothing like traveling to Brazil and playing a set no. to 15 with a quarterfinal on the line. Yeah. like You just can't simulate that type of pressure and like how are you going to communicate. Right. How are you going to handle that? And like you said, there's so much trust there between you guys. But there's only one way to find that out. Mm -hmm. And that's to fly out and get in there. Yeah, you got to get in there. I mean, and you got to take the long plane rides with the delays Mm -hmm. and the not so great sleep, maybe not so great food. Like you have to go do that. It's like, you know, we go to China and we're trying to play our best volleyball on like frozen meal, you know, like freeze dried meals. And we're athletes, (laughs) but it's just like. I like to say if it's, you know, it's bad for me, it's worse for them. I love that. So. That's great. Yeah. I'm holding on to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing um, that Evan Corey, so we had Evan on. Have you met Evan? Yes, yeah. So we had him on uh, last week, and he was talking about how, because he, he'll, he'll play every tournament across the country, and he'll play 10 matches a day. He doesn't care. But after uh, they lost the gold medal match to Agua, in Aguas de Cuba, mm-hmm. and he was like, dude, like 
you get tired in a different way out here because you can't coast through like a pool play match. You know, there's no like he's like you need to like max jump, max focus every rep. And he was like, it was a different kind of fatigue playing international competition because that was a it was like a small Narsaka but really dense. Like Evan and Bill played. They played Cuba. They beat Shafter. And then they, yeah. they right. so they played Cuba, who won gold. Right. Which is uh, Diaz's brother, the guy who played in Rio, who took fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven foot defender, by the way. Wow. Blocker was like 6'5, defender seven foot. What? Wow. <laughs> what a trick. This dude just took a step, fell down, and dug uh-huh. every cut shot. I was like, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> wow. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. So they played Cuba. Next morning, they play Shafter and Deering in yeah. an elimination match. Beat them and then beat me and Tim in the semis, and then they played Cuba again in the finals. And it was like not a lot of matches, but like pretty Tough intense ones. matches. And Evan was like, That was it's different, like it's different on the world tour. And oh, like it's getting that competition, so, so different, so even like the, so the sleep you're getting the two days before, right? Jet lagged as hell, way more jet lagged than flying around the US, mm-hmm. but also the nerves of a, like I just flew all the way out here, like I can't lose this you know, right away or, you know, if you're in a quality or something. So like two days out, you're kind of feeling those nerves and oh, that's yeah. building up on you, that stress. And then day of or the day before, is, it's building. And then it's just for that one match. And then you go, okay, I'm in it. Oh, crap. Next best team in the world. Damn, next yeah. best team in the world. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, no, there's no easy draws. I haven't really even thought about that. I feel like I've been in it so long. Like for Evan, like he probably used to smashing teams in the first round of, a lot of those events he played in. Yeah, yeah in the I'm first sure. two or three sometimes in some of these tournaments, it's like, you know, Evan... is He's not he was, nervous he was talking about before it. either because it's like right. coming in... Like, I feel like when I first came to AVP, it was kind of like that where your first round's going to be kind of easier. Yeah. Nowadays. And there's no, no plays off. No, <laughs> no I mean, yeah, and then international ad on top of that, it's like... Now you're competing against U.S. teams, mm-hmm. right? And you're competing for stipends and money yeah. and Olympics, Olympics, and yeah. you know being the top U.S. team. And it's just like, woof! It's you know once you get out there, it's a mm-hmm. whole new world, and yeah. you either gotta own it or go home. <laughs> own it or go and home. I think it's just. I mean, you learned so much. One of just about life in general. I feel like you've had you got your masters right. Yes. Um, which congratulations! But Thank I feel you. like you've probably learned like. 10 degrees worth of stuff just going on the road as much as you have like about yourself about traveling about just like life (laughs) oh for sure I mean it's hard not to right I'm I feel like even like you know you sometimes don't realize it but you're like oh yeah I'm booking a flight to Brazil and then we got to go here and they're like oh so who's doing that for you I'm like oh wait no, that's me. Just <laughs> through my United app, and yeah, right. uh, they're like, "But what airport do you?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, San Paulo." It's like Navigantes. They're like, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, "Well, oh, I've done it like four times." You know, you kind of just you're almost oh, you are a world traveler, and it's kind of amazing. It's you know, like even from other people's perspective. I was talking to my sister, and I'm like, "Oh, here," and she's like, "Well, I've only been to Europe once." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like. Wait, I forget that, you yeah, know. And it's not normal what we do, right? It is not normal what we do and, <laughs> and what we have to do. And, you know, like, and you miss out on friends' weddings and yeah. birthday parties. And it's hard. It's, it's you know, not your average athlete, you know, lifestyle, yeah. I think. We're not fine on the private jets. We're not <laughs> getting, you know, the millions and millions of dollars. But 
it's it really is kind of you know it has to be your passion out here I, right. I truly believe that and it, there's no easy route and um but once you get there it's really rewarding when yeah. it happens and yeah. especially wearing the USA across your chest I think right. um you know a lot of people strive for that but a lot of people also don't know what that means and like what the work right. that goes into that it's like you know, yes, you can get these futures and Norsecas and it's like you get a small glimpse and that's amazing. And then you, you know, like, like I started there and then I built up, built up and then all of a sudden you're winning gold medals for USA. And it's just mm -hmm. like, this is a really cool feeling. Mm -hmm. And this is like what I've always wanted to do. It's pretty yeah. special. Did you, I feel like, um, so I've always wanted to be a writer, like as, as long as I can remember being asked the question, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I feel like you're similar with, like you said, as soon as you stepped on a beach volleyball court, you're like, yes, I found it. Yes. I, and like, I, it's funny because I feel like when I, I, you know, write it out, sometimes I say it, but I'm just like, I, I remember the exact moment. So I have older brother, older sister. They played volleyball. My mom said when I was younger, all I wanted to do was just play, compete in anything, you know. Um, and then, you know, played soccer, basketball, tennis, track. But then I, you know was brought to every tournament with my mom and she would pepper with me because mm -hmm. my mom played volleyball. She would pepper with me and then another mom saw me and was like, oh, she's got pretty good ball control. Gina Urango's mom, actually. And, <laughs> you know, she was world. like, it's such a small world. And she's like, you know what? I know this guy loves volleyball. He coaches young girls and um, he coaches at Huntington Beach every Tuesday and Thursday. And my mom was like, well, okay, you know, give me his phone number. My mom calls him and... He was like, yeah, bring her down to the beach. I'll have her try out. And I, you know, my mom's like, okay, we'll come with you. You know, this guy coaches for free on the beach. Like, what is this? And <laughs> I actually, if you guys know the name, I tried out with Matt Butler, <laughs> yeah. who, you know, is a Long Beach State national champion. And um, I go down there. I try out with Matt, pass some balls, do some stuff. And then the coach is like, yeah, I, I want to coach her. And I kid you not, that moment when I, like, went to go try out I remember like after the tryout like looking around holding the volleyball and was like this is the best sport in the world like this is what I want to do like eight years old I exactly remember the exact spot I was north side of Huntington Beach like Crazy. this is what I want to do and then ever since that day there's no doubt in my mind like played indoor played beach always like always in the summer played beach any chance I could get to play beach and then all of a sudden, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like sophomore in high school and I was like, oh, beach volleyball might become a sport in college. And I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, right. Kept an eye on it and like challenged indoor coaches who called me. I was like, well, are you having a beach program? And I'd catch them off guard sometimes because they're like, oh, yeah, I think we'll have a beach program. <laughs> but then once I went to SC, it was this like game over, beach program, mm -hmm. USA, keep going, you know, even with the adversity of almost, you know, getting to the Olympics and getting an injured partner, which is like st still nothing. I wake up every day and I'm like, let's do it. Like, I want to mm. be here and I want to be here, you know, more than anyone else. So I'm going to keep doing it. That's huge <laughs> to, to go through that and then to be like, I actually kind of gave myself the out, you know, and, yeah. and then real, really realize on a deeper level, like, no, this is definitely what I Now I definitely know this is what I want to do. Now you're coming back with that fresh perspective. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I talk to my sister a lot. She's my best friend, and I, you know, tell her everything. And 
it was just really weird for me one day because it was just, you know, tough times, you know, like still wanting to play volleyball, but it's just hard sometimes. And she was like, well, Sarah, like if you want to, st- like if you ever stop playing, we'll, we'll still love you no matter what. Mm. Like, and I almost like broke down because I was like, what do you like? Really? You know, cause it's like you, you try so hard and you, your whole life is something. And I'm like, cause to me personally, I can't, couldn't fathom that. Right, right. Like I could not fathom to like, I'm like, I can't stop playing. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, obviously it meant the world to me that I have such an amazing family that are like, we'll love you, you know, no yeah. matter what. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, like I still don't want to quit. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to not play. Like, yeah. so in my mind, it was just kind of crazy that like, there was an option to not play, but I'm like, there's no way. Like, I can't even think yeah. about that. Like, I want to be here. Yeah. I want to play and I want to be at the top. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Cause that was like my next question was you, you've always wanted to do this thing since you were eight. And like, if you'd ever doubted it and that's so cool that it's just been like no wavering at all. That's awesome. And so rare. I feel like I feel like it's rare enough for anyone to know what they want to do at a young age, let alone to continue doing it, and for that passion to just get bigger and bigger as you go. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fun, and it's exciting, and every year is different, and, you know, this year is just exciting. New mm-hmm. team, new everything. Like, feel like I'm playing some of the best volleyball of my life, but know that I can get better every day as well. It's it's really exciting. And for sure. Just excited for what's to come. Yeah. When you, I was watching your match against Japan in the qualifier for Rosarito, and you dug this cut shot maybe at like 7-7 or 8-7 or something, and Kelly like gave you a nice little tempo set, and you just like <laughs> yachted one line, and I was, of course, live texting with Evie. He was like, Sarah Hughes going rosy bounce on that one. I was like, Sarah looks pretty good. It's just like, it's like invigorated. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is like sometimes, you know, you never want to be like going through the motions. And I don't think I ever was, you know, the past couple of years. But it's hard to get into a rhythm with yeah. playing with different people and maybe not in the best spot volleyball wise, just trying to like figure out what you're going to do. No partner, like what's happening. And then all of a sudden, things start going right and you get somebody good on your side and a great team on your side and it's just like here we go let's like play free like let's just go after this just play like you always have and it's just like oh just feels good really feels good Mm -hmm. again like feels like it's in sync so it's it's fun what's uh what's the schedule look like now so what's austin Next year, yes. Yeah, it's kind of fun. We, we, we get to go to Austin. I, I mean, it's overlapping with an FIVB, and I feel like at least our priorities are FIVB and mm-hmm. getting those points, but just kind of worked out where it made more sense to go to Austin because, um, like, looking into world champs, we had a great elite finish. Yeah. We're like, we'll probably have to miss an FIVB to, you know, maintain a good spot for world champs. But it's like, might as well miss the FIVB that we can play the AVP at the same time. Mm, and I think sure. that's really cool for us American players where it's just like, hey, now I, I have an option to still compete, play against great teams and yeah. make some money. So, yeah. yeah, going to Austin. Austin and then, I mean, I feel like May is crazy. And then, you hit, well, for a lot of people, June. Turkey, Ostrava slash New Orleans. Oh, yes. Yeah. Latvia. Norman, and then Latvia. World champs. World champs, which is like almost two weeks long. Two weeks in it's, Rome. It's like a match 
off the match. Oh, it's <laughs> it's big, yeah. It's like these next couple ones coming up are yeah. are, are big and. Um, but then, like the later half of the season, wow! It's late. It's late. <laughs> yeah. In October, I was looking, and you know, you're kind of winding down in October. Mm-hmm. October is completely full. Like if you're going to all the challengers, it's you're it's crazy. Yeah. It's like you have Hamburg, and then it's like Egypt, Maldives, two Asia tournaments, and Australia back to back. Then Australia back to back. Um, I wish Maldives was at the end of the year. I know. I'll definitely go to that one. <laughs> Stay for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're, I'm like, I was telling my family, I'm like, well, I'm not really going to be here until December. Right. Like, yeah. Which is wild. That, it's crazy. I don't know if that's happened before. Yeah, I was assuming that the schedule stays the same. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. people were giving, I mean, Mikkel was giving me shit because you guys were doing well. And he's like, I want you guys to be over there. Like, why, why are you guys playing in these events and whatnot? And early on, well, we saw the schedule. It's so back-heavy. It is. Like, there's no way at the end of the year we're going to be like, damn, we should have played in everything in the beginning, right. you know? Yeah. And me and Trevor are in a different situation where we had points, obviously. So we were 10th in the world, I think, to start. Um, and we have that, that chemistry already, too. Like, you guys need yeah. to get out there, get your points, get your chemistry going, feel it together in the pressure. Um, but that's, now that we're talking about the season being so backloaded, I'm like, okay, I'm making me feel good. I'm <laughs> feeling bad sitting on the sideline. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. with this freaking point system. Like, yeah. yeah. We were 10th in the world. We lost to Browermusen and Mole. In good matches. Didn't break pool because only two friends break pool here. And then we slipped like 12 spots in the world. Oh, my god. We only played three matches. <laughs> and we were like, all right, I guess sitting on the sidelines alone will just make us, like, fall way back. Um, but, no, it's all good. I I always believe everyone's going to end up where they belong, you know? Yeah. Um, but AVP's going to be fun. I'm really excited. I'm, like, not stoked in sitting on the sidelines anymore. Yeah. Which I yeah. think is good. Time like, I want to be hungry, mm-hmm. hungry for it. Yeah, and you've been talking about playing AVPs literally since I met you. You've yeah, You've played, right. like, five AVPs in the five years we've been Yeah, first. I have a crazy, <laughs> crazy, like... The amount of AVPs would like blow people's minds. Like, that how is many crazy. I've actually played in my Dodd the other I think it was Dodd, someone? Was it Jose? It was someone, one of those legends. Uh, <laughs> told me I've won more tournaments than you've played. I've won more AVPs than you've played in. Oh my god. Like, That's BS because it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> but he's totally Probably right. Jose said that. Yeah, it was Jose, I think. No offense, but I've I've won more than you've played in. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I think he said I won more in a row. Jose did say at one point, I won more in a row than you've won. Oh, my gosh. That's and he's, insane. And he's right. I don't know. I have like five or six. Wow. Watch an old Jose film. He won seven impressive. in a row. <laughs> he has the record for World Tour most Yeah, in seven a row. in a row. Right? I knew that. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, we've been keeping you for a little while. But I was, uh, it's funny we were talking about, your team earlier and then I was like looking down at your shoes I was like oh her team actually doesn't uh, end with everyone just on the court <laughs> yeah you're still rolling with Nike I see huh yeah still rolling with Nike um I mean I'm another part of my team I you know work with an agent who yeah. I actually signed with him right out of college mm-hmm. and best decision of my life I tried to steal him at one point oh yeah <laughs> good luck <laughs> wasn't good I, was enough. <laughs> I didn't have that resume at that point. <laughs> no I mean I you know I I met with him and mm-hmm. you, you know when you just 
know it's your person right away. Mm -hmm. I like signed with him the day I met him. And that's been a really fun aspect of my career as well. Building Misty, Misty, yes, still is her agent as well. But just building that business together and those relationships, I think it's very easy for beach volleyball players to take anything and everything Mm -hmm. that's offered to them. Free sunscreen. Yeah, (laughs) and I know that's appealing sometimes, but if I have any advice for, you know, younger girls and even girls in college, like, really think... Um, before you take anything and everything. Um, because if you can get, you know, a free pair of shoes here, you might be able to get a Nike deal right. later on and you didn't wait. Right. You just took whatever's in front of you. Yeah. Um, but if you, you know, really leverage your, you know, the people you know and, you know, the, the business contacts you mm-hmm. have, like even looking at contracts, like yeah. people just sign on the dotted line way too easily. Yeah. And, you know, you, you told like, I, that's one of the main reasons why I studied business at SC mm-hmm. and then went on to get my master's in entrepreneurship because beach volleyball, like you are your business and like, yeah. that's what people see. And that's what, you know, sponsors see off the court it's like they want you to obviously be winning on the court but like who you are off the court and what you represent and who you are is a really big deal yeah so um i'm just we're really grateful for the agent i have and what we've been doing and um just excited for the future for sure I, i think um people get scared off by agents and it, it seems backwards, like especially now that I have an agent that I really love. But like, I really wanted an agent so I could learn all the things I wanted to, and they give you such great perspective, especially if you get a good one, where they start teaching you like, wait, they're like, you know that everyone in your sport taking these small deals is kind of ruining it, Kills not only the for themselves, but they're ruining it for for us too. They we're are, trying to yeah. get these big deals done. Yeah. Um, but you learn a lot. Like, yeah, they're gonna take their whatever 15, 20%, whatever your deal is, but you just added a huge, valuable person to your team. That's the same reason you add a coach. Yeah, you got to pay your coach, but you're gonna you're bringing your coach in to make more. Like they're gonna make make it up by yeah. the knowledge and obviously the deals that they're bringing in. Um, and also, you need as a young athlete, you need that knowledge and perspective because you can really screw yourself over. Uh, which I I think a few I've heard stories of a few athletes signing deals with yeah. big companies who knew that they were probably taking advantage of these athletes. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Wait, we have 50 grand for them, but let's offer oh, I'll give six, me a, five. Or yeah. just apparel. Or apparel, yeah. exactly. It's like, wait, you are not an apparel athlete, but you saw the brand's name and you just signed on the line. An agent would never no. do that, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's so important. And luckily I found, you know, who I trust mm-hmm. with, literally everything and he teaches me as well we I sit down through every contract and he's like this is what this means and you know and I I really appreciate that because one I want to know that and then I just so important like the little things within a contract that make the biggest difference of either you know getting that out of the contract or getting something added in Um, and that's being with him you know even during COVID like I kept all my same sponsors Mm -hmm. during the hardships with you know being right there and then you know partner getting injured and just moving forward it's just like 
I couldn't have done it without him. Yeah. And um, it's just a big, like you said, it's a big part of the game. Exactly. It really is. It makes mm-hmm. a big difference. It's a fun part of it, right? Like, yeah. If your dream is to be a professional athlete, be a, go be a professional athlete. Like the business part mm-hmm. of it is 100% part of it. It's like fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, Never get tired of wearing Nike shoes. Well, <laughs> let's be honest. Everyone's a little jealous of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nike's Nike. Yeah. Um, how is it? Do you ever, you ever get to go up to the headquarters? And I do. All that. Yeah. Just go shopping in Disneyland. Headquarters are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Uh, what other sponsors you got on board? Yeah, I'm with Mikasa, mm-hmm. uh, KT Tape, and Oakley. Gotcha. Okay, we don't mention Mikasa on this podcast. It's all right, buddy. Sorry, Wilson. Love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Looks like well, sir, congrats on gold. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome Thank to see you. you and Kel getting out to such a good start. And um, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks. Thanks for good having me. Back on. It's been too long. I know. I was going to say, stuck. I feel like I was with you like from one of your guys' first, first episodes. Yeah, that's right. It's been yeah, that long? It's been that long. Dang. Happy to be back. Keep winning tournaments. <laughs> I was going to say, win a tournament, get the invite back. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, shoot. Shoot.